Hello and welcome to the Generation Extra Chronicles. This is Tracy and I hope that everybody's doing great today. I know I am. It's Monday and my allergies are acting up so please excuse a little coughing and a little phlegmy voice and I sound very nasal. I am aware of it. I've got it in check. But England is experiencing a very iconic history day. We'll talk more about that. And now we're going to start the podcast. England is experiencing a very iconic history day. William and Prince William and the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate, have welcomed their son into the world today. And uh, the whole world is rejoicing. We don't know the name of the prince yet, but... uh, Incidentally, the prince is going to share a birthday with another iconic resident of the United Kingdom, Mr. William Shakespeare. Boy, talk about iconic days in English history. This one is definitely one of them. So we're going to call this a random life episode here. And I used to do random life blog posts um, on Pop Trash Beauty. I figured this will be a random life podcast. I had quite an exciting weekend. Um, It started off, we actually started off on Thursday. We went to the book signing of Sally Cohn's book, um, The Opposite of Hate. And I have to tell you, it was a really great book signing. She is a very awesome person with a great family. Um, Just an amazing woman. And she definitely gave a lot of insight into keeping us united not divided as a country and I just really love her adore her and her what was even sweeter as her family was there cheering her on and you just love to see that it was really great um so we got to go to into Boston it was a big step for me because I hadn't been in the city since I've um become healthy and you know this is one of the things you daydream about when you're in the hospital (laughs) is, oh, when am I ever going to go to Boston again? Or, you know, the, you know, major city and have that coffee and feel the city energy. It was really great. Of course, I was at a slower pace than I usually am in Boston. I'm usually racing around, but I kind of, it was kind of nice. I was slow enough where I could kind of take things in and I was in Cambridge. and I never realized how beautiful Cambridge is because I would always go into the main city or North End. I hadn't really gone over the Salt and Pepper Bridge that often. But I think definitely I want to do a day trip this summer and see what Cambridge has to offer. There's, I guess the Harvard Museum is pretty impressive. So I'm going to maybe do a day trip and uh, bring a lunch and go out to Cambridge and enjoy myself. So I think that it's definitely on the horizon. And um, one thing I do love in, is getting into Boston in the summertime. It is absolutely lovely. I love going on the commons. The flowers are blooming. The swan boats are out. It is just an amazing time to be in the city. Something that I was daydreaming about in the hospital, so I definitely want to take advantage of it this summer. What are some things that you love to do in the summer that you look forward to? Let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. On the way home from Boston, we were on the commuter rail. Everybody's tired. It's probably, it's around, uh, oh, it was around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night because the book signing had started at 6 and, you know, by the time we got to the train station, we made it for the 8, 8 o'clock train. And as we were settling into our seats in the train and 
it's very quiet. People who are on the train have worked overtime. It's school vacation week, so it's parents with sleepy kids if they went to a show in the city. And then, you know, there's always one conversation that you can hear. And this one was by a 20-something and her more seasoned colleague. Like, she was new to the firm, and she was talking to her more seasoned colleague. And they had had these life experiences that I think you write books about, each one of them. And I'm just sitting there. Now, I knew by listening to their conversation, I had changed since becoming sick this year. You know what the key indicator was? I wasn't jealous. I didn't compare and despair. I was more enthralled and interested, like reading a good book. Um, They, you know, I didn't bring earbuds. They're basically making their conversation very public, very enunciated, very loud. So I kind of figured we were okay to listen to it, you know, <laughs> whatever. So um, one of the girls was a legacy at her sorority, and they went to these, they both went to Ivy's, okay? They both went to Ivy League schools. They both lived in multiple countries. Yeah, you see where I'm going with this? Um, One of them, her major was French because her French language was so complex and she just felt like she needed that complexity in her life, especially when she lived in Paris. And I'm just sitting there going, really, one fraction of these folks' lives is a good book. These ladies, I mean, one of them is around my age in her 40s, the other one's in her early 20s, but even the one in the early 20s, I think she has about three books under her belt of interesting material. And I really enjoyed listening to the conversation where because you know what I am grateful for every day that I get because I know I'm on my second chance and um, every day that I'm healthy every day I can get out of bed every day that I can walk because I couldn't walk before I mean I'm just thankful so before I, I think a conversation like that would have brought me into a dark place like why didn't I go to an Ivy why am I a failure why am I this why am I not them where now I'm just like, wow, that's interesting. That is really cool. Don't compare and despair. The sooner you learn not to do that, the happier you'll be. Hi, everybody. It's Tracy, and I'm just going to wrap up this blog post with saying, don't compare and despair. Like I said in my previous um, excerpt or whatever you're going to call it, don't do it. It'll put you in such a dark place. Your journey is your own. Just remember that and you will be so much happier with your life. It is so hard with media today and social media to think that you're enough. Because we get this whole ideal thrown in our face about like the Kardashians, the real housewives. And even if you don't watch them, somehow by osmosis I think we just absorb it. And um, we don't walk in these people's shoes because we're not them. It doesn't make us a loser or less than because we don't live their reality. Now let me tell you, a little healthy competition is perfectly healthy. But don't compare and despair. It will just put you in a very dark place and you're not going to achieve anything because you're not going to want to get out of bed and you're just going to feel like you have no self-worth. And you have tons and tons to offer the world. We all have a different world. role in this world. You are exactly where you need to be now. You can definitely improve your situation. We all can.
don't compare and despair. That'll put you behind. And that was the message that I seemed to get this week. A reoccurring theme in my life was not to compare and despair because I'm great at it. I can put myself into such a dark place doing that. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. But one thing I learned almost losing my life this year is be grateful for every day you can get up and draw a breath. Put your feet on the ground and laugh with your friends. Walk, eat. I mean, we take all these things for granted, but they're really gifts. They truly are. So remember to do you. Love yourself. You really got to love yourself. It's not even, it's a survival thing at this point. And just remember that you're on your own journey. Celebrate your friend's successes and just keep going. Keep doing. Keep being. Be you. Fabulous you. And you'll do just fine. That's one thing that I've learned. Anyways, I am so happy you guys came by to hang out with me. I'll have a new podcast popping fresh for you soon. And I've enjoyed our time together. Talk to you soon. And thank you so much for listening.